Welcome back to the Spidey-Dude.com New York Comic Con special. I'm your host, Zach Joyner, and I'm joined this episode by Mr. Greg Mishansky. Hi. Mr. Gerard Delatour. I don't remember the sun being so flat. <laughs> and for the very first time, Greg Bashansky's brother, Alex. Hi. And uh, we're, we got all three of these guys on the show. They're, this is just a few days after the con has ended. All of the uh, news has now oozed out of New York Comic Con, and we're going to discuss that in this episode. Um, okay, so uh, first of all, guys, kind of give you kind of give a little bit of uh, what you guys went and saw. What what panels, Marvel related panels, did you guys go to, and uh, overall con experience? Well, I went to the Axel Alonso panel. I went to Spider Verse. I didn't hit too many panels. We went to um, the Star Wars Rebels panel at one point because Vanessa Marshall was there. Hey, she was Mary Jane. It's on topic. <laughs> There you go. And um, that was about it. I was going to go to the Cup of Joe panel, but uh, I was online for Jonathan Frakes' autograph, and that lasted about an hour. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, this is this is my first uh, New York Comic Con experience, so I tried to take it a little easy at first. But I ended up—I think I ended up going to more panels than these guys did. I went to uh, I went to Spider Verse. I didn't get I didn't get into the Alonzo panel because thank you MTA for failing once again on a grand scale like you always do. Uh, <laughs> I, went to, I went to a few random ones. I went to an editing panel. I went to an IDW artist panel. Uh, went to an Amanda Connor spotlight panel. That was a lot of fun. Went to the Star Wars panel with Greg and his brother. Uh, went to a Delray Books panel, which ended up <laughs> kind of getting me invited to dinner one night, which was great. Um, yeah, overall, it was a, it was a blast. Was it, was <laughs> it the was, chick? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> was it a chick that invited you to dinner? It's a long story. We'll get we'll get into that story because it involves all of us here. Okay. Yeah, we almost didn't make the Alonso panel on Sunday because we overslept by three hours. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I was I, th I think I was the only one that was drinking. So what was your excuse? <laughs> we, we were tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alex, yeah. What, what panels did you go to? Uh, I mostly went to the same panels. That, that my, with my brother, but I spent most of the time w walking on the floor, floor, seeing what what was around, meeting some of the artists. I meant to go to the Cup of Joe, Cup of Joe panel, but I lost track of time. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the thing that, that I really discovered is that these guys are telling me horror stories about how it was impossible to get around, and I ended up having not much of a problem, at least until Sunday. They did a much better job really this year than in the past. The thing is, I read an article. Apparently, this is the most attended. New York Comic Con out of all of them, but that's the people that are counted. I'm pretty sure in previous years they had people coming in with fake passes because it was a nightmare previous years. Yeah, you know, my experience in 2011 with San Diego was it was so well organized. And I remember we had John Wilson, who used to be a host of like Amazing Spider-Man Classics. He was the only one that didn't have a press pass. And so he had to wait in the line, which was ridiculously long. But even even the long line, I think he only had to wait like forty five minutes to get in. And then once he did, he he didn't have he didn't have any problems uh, the rest of the time. Yeah, it was just that first day. Benefits of a press pass on Saturday morning when we arrive early. It's raining a bit. People are on line. We get to skip the line and just walk right in. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the one thing beauty of the press pass is that I didn't have to, I was I actually waited in line for like for twenty minutes with John, and they're like. I'm like, I have press. And they're like, oh, you're a press guy? Oh, you go over to this line. And then I was like, bye, John. You did the right thing, Zach, and I'm not being sarcastic. You really did do the right thing. Right. Yeah, and a, year, and, a, and a year later, everyone else said bye, John, too. <laughs> uh, that's the yeah, first thing getting edited out of this episode. Yeah, You might for Josh, John. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out. Uh, we should probably mention that um, was this the first year that they used the RFID tagging, or was that last year? This is the second year. Okay, because that, uh, that that's really cut down, I think, on a lot of the scalping and stuff that was yeah. going on. For the better. I, and I saw scalpers outside. Passes here, passes, and I'm thinking, how many of these are actually real? <laughs> yeah, and how many how many people got screwed trying to get in? I mean, it's one of those things where I know the differences between New York and San Diego. San Diego's convention center is pretty much built for Comic Con. 
<laughs> Whereas New York's convention center is about to collapse onto itself yeah. because it's a goddamn yeah. dump need to replace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it was nearly impossible to get tickets. I mean, Alex, explain why you are here. Well, well, I'm here because you guys were very generous enough to help me get a press pass. I would have bought a three-day pass had the website not collapsed on itself when I was waiting for my tickets. You're welcome. I ended up waiting for... Thank you. I ended up waiting for like an (laughs) hour before finding out what happened. I was not happy. Greg, you you were witness to that. How happy was I? You were happier at Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's bad not that happy yeah <laughs> listeners my brother's a Walmart employee pity him I do every day <laughs> Zach he has a former Walmart employee yeah it's not so bad yeah Zach Zach has a probably has a framed photograph of Sam Walton in his, in his house so maybe, maybe not I, the right guy I, 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 I worship at that altar every day don't don't diss the Dalton, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the Javits Center is quite antiquated. That's one of the only real problematic things about this convention. There, there, there is a bit weird of weirdness getting around from one section to another, just because there there, there are obvious bottlenecks in the design of the Javits Center. That right. hopefully when it gets replaced, eventually, I mean, Greg, how long have they been trying to replace this? Oh, close I, to a decade I don't now. know. I wish Bloomberg had focused on replacing that instead of a stadium that never happened. Well, the, st- well, <laughs> the whole the point of happened. the stadium... Well, <laughs> well, no, it didn't. Uh, the whole point of the stadium was that they were going to include a revamped Javits with it. It was like a package deal. And then once the package deal fell apart, I guess the plan for redoing the Javits also fell apart. So it's I don't know. Jersey... I, I'm not a political... <laughs> I'm not a congressman. So I don't know. So therefore, it's still the New Jersey Jets and the New Jersey Giants. I'm going to punch you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We play the Giants this week. I'm in a little anti-New York mood. They're uh, always in an anti-New York mood. You're a southerner. Yeah, no, no. Texan. Get it right. Hey, the, <laughs> hey, remember, right here, right now, guys, listeners, it's the People's Republic of New York versus Texas Arabia. <laughs> oh. Zach continues to harbor uh, residual resentment over the fact that we kicked their asses in the world in the Civil War. So, yes, it's all right. right. You can accept it now. Sher- Sherman's march was kind of a bad deal, but anyway. <laughs> that has nothing to do with New York Comic Con, unless you saw, unless you saw an Ambrose Burnside's cosplayer that we're just not remembering. <laughs> I'm sure there was a General Sherman, Sherman cosplayer somewhere. Probably at Dragon <laughs> They need to get his ass kicked down there. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was a good time. Oh, with you guys there, it was a great time. I'll say that. And I'm sorry yeah, I wasn't there. Yeah, Did I explain why I wasn't there? Yeah, Zach accidentally killed someone and he's podcasting from prison. No, 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 no. Actually, he may as well be in prison. Yes, Zach, explain why you weren't there. Well, uh, originally I wasn't there because it was close to inventory, which uh, the day that we're recording is tomorrow. And um, so I didn't think I could take off that that weekend. And lo and behold, in the interim and when we first started planning this, I uh, met my girlfriend who became my fiance, who then became my wife, who is also the mother of my child. So um, a lot of rapid changes have happened since we first started planning this. And uh, over the weekend of New York Comic Con, I actually was getting married. So, yeah. Congratulations, Zach. Congratulations. And uh, for the record, everyone, as you can see, Zach is now in prison. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make sure my wife doesn't listen to this episode of of the podcast. Look, Zach, we're not saying it's bad, but it's all downhill from She's here. She's not going to like you anymore. <laughs> or she really kind of has a Yeah. Yeah, well. We, we just <laughs> I know. I know. I know. She hasn't liked you in the first place. I get that a lot. It's okay. Bro hug. No, uh, we're eight weeks pregnant, so we just found that out officially today. So. Wait, you're also eight weeks pregnant? Well, you know, the baby's growing inside of me. It's, you know, we're going to have twins. <laughs> Is this like is this just like Junior? Yes. Is the baby gonna is the baby gonna have your face CGI onto it? Oh no! <laughs> no. Why? Sure, you know what to do. You need to Photoshop this. You know what to do. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> Mama. 
Oh, oh God, that this scene was horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> this took a horrifying turn. So anyway, back to New York Comic Con, away from Junior. Um, okay, so what were some of your favorite moments? Just distill down your favorite moment of the convention. Um, it technically wasn't at the convention, but my favorite moment was, and I think well, all three of us will probably agree on this, was having dinner with Vanessa Marshall at the Beer Authority on Saturday night. Definitely. Yes. Oh, yes. It was a whole. It was a nice, uh, healthy group of. It was Vanessa Marshall. It was a bunch of uh, Delray Books people. We got some bloggers, a couple of cosplayers mixed in there. It was a lot of fun. And they were paying for our meal, and we didn't even realize that until after we had finished. Or otherwise, I would have ordered a drink. Yeah, these two fools are sitting there drinking water and are like, "Can we afford to get like an appetizer and an entree?" And, you know, I'm sitting there, actually, I have my wallet open under the table. I'm actually thumbing through it to make sure I have enough money in there because I'm like, I am not gonna dine and dash in front of Vanessa Marshall. <laughs> This will be very bad for me. So I'm like, can I afford that second beer? And I'm like, and I went for it. And then I found out it was getting paid for. So I'm like, oh, what? Yeah, that saved me a heart attack. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. I, I had to had to drive home. I couldn't drink anyway. At least I, at least my brother didn't get drunk. <laughs> oh no, I got. Yeah, get you lost at the airport or something like that. <laughs> uh, oh wait, they haven't heard that story yet. So. No, no, they'll hear that story very soon. I believe that's the next episode of Spectacular Radio that's scheduled to go out. Uh, no, actually, we got one in the in between. No, 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 I believe it. Down. No, it isn't. It's the next one. We just no, did the fan did. panel for Shocker. Sandman's next. Yeah, <laughs> but she came on the Rhino episode. No, no, please. I was talking about the story. No, no, the other story. The one about the airport oh, that you okay. just referenced. Yeah. Oh, that's right. 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 Zach doesn't even know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. No, that, that was this. That story was in the uh, was not in the Vanessa Marshall episode. That was no, in the episode. With, uh, but, I, but I did tell Vanessa Marshall that story that very night after she talked, told us a story about a an accident she got into near where we live. What did she say about uh, about your interaction with Craig? So you almost killed him twice. <laughs> I exact words. And I said, no, no, the first one wasn't my fault. <laughs> Which even Greg says wasn't my fault. The second one, totally my fault. Yeah. And people and people wonder why I don't have a driver's license. I'm sitting here at dinner listening to people talk about all the de- near-death accidents they had driving around. That's because that's because you're so conditioned to depend on the MTA, which obviously is woefully inadequate. So, yeah. And also, the thing about Vanessa is, is, especially in person, I mean, she is Mary Jane. She's just like that. She's very outgoing. She's very welcoming. She's a very warm. She's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wish I could have been there to eat dinner with you guys. I was she, very jealous. She did tell us to congratulate you on your wedding. Oh, thank you, Vanessa Marshall. That's maybe your main list. Hopefully she is. <laughs> and, uh, and as Greg pointed out, I can now truthfully say that I have tasted Mary Jane's tater tots. <laughs> yes, you can. This is a factual statement that no no one can take this away from me, goddammit. Were they tasty? <laughs> They were wrapped in bacon. <laughs> they were delicious, Alex. Delicious. <laughs> and now we've lost the female audience. Oh, wow. So, uh, <laughs> I don't want to know it. I made my mark. <laughs> the female audience, they're too busy flicking a bean of Daryl, yeah? Bacon, bacon. I'm going to slap you both. <laughs> the next thing being ended out of the episode... It's going to be one of those awesome slaps where you hit us both in one motion. <laughs> smack, smack! I'm Rick James, bitch! Anyway. Uh, there was also a really fun moment when we were online for this. Anyway, so, um, okay, back to the back talk. Yeah, there, go ahead. there was a really fun moment when we were online for the Spider-Verse panel when there was this guy cosplaying the Superior Spider-Man who was ahead of us, and these kids were behind us, and um, they just started heckling him. Like, aren't you dead? Didn't you die? How are you here? I mean, did you come here in a time machine? You're not, you don't sound very smart. <laughs> <laughs> and then George told me to ask the kids for a high-five, and I did, so the kid high-fived me. <laughs> that that poor guy. He looked like he didn't even know how to respond to it. He's like, I want to talk back, but they're kids. 
How do yeah, I talk like, back to them? It didn't help that the well, parents were with them. What, Zach? If he was really Otto Octavius, he would be like that. Yes. Yeah, he would be. I mean, the, I mean, there was, there was, he would be yelling at them. At, at the same time, I can tell one thing: these kids are really young. They have been reading the comics, so maybe that younger audience is out there. Possibly. Well, I, I, I think every single time you have, you know, obviously, my child has no chance in terms of being a comic book fan. Nope, not at all. You're going to force it upon her, one of two, him or her, and one of two things will happen. They'll either love comics or will rebel from comics entirely. Ah, they'll love them. <laughs> they'll love them. I'll make them love them. Yeah, in the meantime, the, the Spider-Verse panel, I had to say it's mostly a big pile of nothing. Yeah. You know, I, well, I, not I, impressive. I, the content that it had was infuriating to me, I'll say that. <laughs> As they cool. seem to directly imply that they're, that they're like, oh, you know, Spider-Girl ended great. That's why we need to screw around with it a little bit. Uh... <clears throat> now let's take bets. Are they going to kill Mayday? I'm in the camp they're not, but her parents are dead. Her parents are toast, and I mean that literally. Like, they're going to burn in that fire. I'm in the camp that they're going to kill her off because... They have not been supportive of this character. Yeah, um, I'm going. I'm going to say that it will need, be neither the parents nor May, but that little boyfriend of hers. He's done. He's dead. Will? Yeah, yeah. He's gone. Um, Wes. First, His name is Wes. Sick. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Wes. Uh, yeah, he's done. He's D.E.D. D.E.D. Dead. And uh, Slot made a joke about how if you guys keep complaining, I will kill off Miss Lion next after you kill off the spider friends. And I'm thinking, no, I don't care that you kill off the spider friends so much. It's the fact that you let Miss Lion live that pisses me off. <laughs> there's an there's an air of maliciousness about this whole thing. It just rubs me oh, the wrong way. I agree. I agree. It, it is. because I mean, personally, I don't care about the spider friends but why would you do this who is this trying to appeal to i mean all it's going to do is piss some people off and the people who it's not going to piss off are people who just don't care either way it, this is this is the same guy that that had dr octopus take peter parker's brain or body over after a brain swap he's doing it for the shock value because that's probably what marvel directed him to do probably but he, i find it to be in bad taste I, yeah he's I, doing I it I, <laughs> He, I think he's doing it for the shock value because, to be perfectly honest, that's the only thing he's capable of writing and, and having people be interested in. And you know what, though? Thankfully, Christopher Daniel Barnes' Spider-Man is safe due to, due to uh, Slot's um, misunderstanding of TV properties. Just, he killed off Spider-Man Unlimited in that issue, and he thinks that those are are the same Spider-Man. They're really not. But So, um, thankfully, incompetence has spared Christopher Daniel Barnes. Well, you know, everybody, you know, the thing about the Spider, the Spider-Man Unlimited verse was, you know, that little meme that you got and all the people rejoiced. That was that's what that's what came out of my mouth whenever I saw, you know, dead, dead Spider-Man Unlimited. I mean, the only Spider-Man I want them to kill off is the one I won't. And that's the Drake Bell voice Spider-Man from the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. But no, he's they have to have a comic crossover, man. Yeah, I know. I, I wish you would kill him and they're not going to. But now they're going to have a comic where he teams up with Miles Morales to save the 1960s cartoon Spider-Man. And it's being written by Roger Stern. This is something I love combined with something I really hate. <laughs> it, it's no. It's... You should give Roger Stern a chance at least, but... I mean, I love Roger Stern. I mean, Jordan and I were just talking about this. I mean, I think Roger Stern's the best Spider-Man writer of all time. He disagrees with me. And who's your pick again? Tom DeFalco. Tom DeFalco is a great choice also. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I just look at that. I, I, look... I, I knew who Roger's choice was before he Yeah, I did too. I just wanted to give him a chance to say it live. <laughs> yeah, I think Zach's connection might be lagging a bit. Yeah, I think he seems to be on a slight delay. Will this turn up in the recording? Uh, we'll, we'll be able to smooth it out. It hasn't been too bad so far. Uh, but I was going to say, 
Ultimate Spider-Man, the Ultimate Cartoon Spider, or I'm sorry, let me go back. The Miles Morales Ultimate Spider-Man, the Ultimate Cartoon Spider-Man, teaming up to save the '60s Cartoon Spider-Man. I I think this is a case of quite literally something no one has ever asked for. Yeah, it is. I mean, who is that? Is that that's just that's the definition of continuity yeah. porn. And by the way, as the host of Spectacular Radio, I am so thankful that he's off limits to them. He's off limits to them directly. I'm willing to bet that there is some sort of uh, you might see a, a spectacular styled glove in, in, under some rubble somewhere or something. They'll they'll find a way to dodge around it. Please no. no, is that, is no. That oh yeah, because. Based on what I've been hearing, especially on what Man of Action has recently said, which we'll cover in the next episode of Spectacular Radio that we sit down to record, I'm pretty sure Marvel would love to take him out. Mm-hmm. It's a shadow that hangs over everything that they're going to be working on for the next decade, at least. Yeah. And it's obvious from the way that Man of Action responds. I know this isn't the form for this, but I'm going to go go ahead and say it anyway. I, I could tell from their reaction that they're they're feeling the pressure of working underneath that shadow, and it's starting to get to them. I, I'm sure them constantly hearing about how how much worse their show is and spectacular is starting to get under their skin. Oh, I'm sure it's only human, but at the same time, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into this next. We'll get into this more on spectacular rate. I've got a lot to say here. I should probably say it to them. That I'll just say that was very unprofessional, and some other people were acting way more professional, and their show got canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I like this quote from Ramos. I think I'm getting really good at killing people. Did I say something I shouldn't? <sighs> Once again, they're taking a glee into what they're doing, which is, which is what rubs me the wrong way about this entire story. Yeah, I mean... I like the concept of all the Spider-Mans teaming up to fight a, a force of evil. I, I, like that, I, I like that too, but that's not what they're doing. That's not what they're doing. That's not what we were marketed. This is not the story that was marketed back in, back in you know, May. <laughs> I also like the story much better when John Semper did it. 16 years ago. You know what? I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. John, I mean, John oh, Semper... I, well, hold on a second. John Semper, I know we haven't seen eye to eye all the time, but you are, I have forgiven you for a great many things, especially after Ultimate Spider-Man came out. You've got the second best Spider-Man cartoon of all time that is not damning you with faint, with faint praise. It's actually a fun show that actually had heart to it. Oh my god, Greg just recanted. <laughs> Bravo, my friend. I never thought I'd hear oh. those words come out of his mouth. <laughs> this, is glor- this is a glorious day. Break out the whiskey. I ran out last night. <laughs> I actually got some here from the wedding, so... Well, uh, it's a wedding, though. They already understand that you're now married, and therefore will require lots of alcohol to make it through the next however long your <laughs> life is. not J.R. Fettinger, okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for one thing, if you got into an argument with your wife, we'd edit it out of the show, because we're competent at that kind of thing. <laughs> well, since we're editing okay. shit out, I guess we're going to put in the description for this show, and Greg recants rec- about the 1994 Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bullet point. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, They okay. talked a hell of a lot about Silk at this thing. She's getting her own ongoing. Silk and Spider-Gwen are getting their own going, which, 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 again, as a Spider-Girl fan, just makes me lean back in my chair and look at the ceiling while cursing underneath my breath. I, mean, I don't mind Spider-Gwen. I mean, the costume looks good, and at least it's a character that people have a sort of attachment to. Silk just sucks. I mean, there's nothing really defining about Silk. I mean, Silk? Her first, yeah, go on. Her first costume was literally made out of the webs she shot out of her own leg, arms and legs, which you could barely... Which, Hid nothing. Hid nothing. And just nothing. Has she really done anything besides maybe save Peter's life and try to get into his pants? Tried. I think she actually did get into his pants. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not reading this stuff. I'll say that. I mean, I'll say this. She's a better character than a character whose name I'm not going to say because, frankly, the jokes about that character have long since been played out, but... Oh, what the hell? Where's, 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 where's for Tony? Carly Hammer. <laughs> you said you were going to try to avoid it, and then you did it anyway. Yeah, I did. We all knew what I would. <laughs> but, um, 
it's just, I mean, who's asking for this? And, and she's the worst thing about a retcon character. She's what, the, was it you who said this, the ninth person who got bitten by that spider? <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I was trying to work out the timeline. So the spider bites Peter, One. then it bites her, and then it gets eaten by the thousand, right? Is that the official timeline now? Yes. Yeah. Can we retcon in a couple more people in there? Yes. Don't give slot ideas. <laughs> who? Okay, okay. If we're going to retcon extra people in there, who, who got bitten by that spider besides Peter and Silk before it got eaten by the thousand? Go. Otto Octavius' mom. <laughs> what, was Otto Octavius' mom at the demonstration? Oh, it doesn't matter. They could just retcon it so that she was... Okay, what what about the uh what about the bald headed scientist guy with the Hitler mustache that was making fun of him? He's like, Oh, you know, it looks like young Parker has been unnerved by our experiment. Did that guy get bitten by the spider? Sure, why not? <laughs> I don't know. I mean Dan Slot did once write a story about the guy in the green suit from the cover of Amazing Fantasy fifteen, so maybe we shouldn't give him ideas. Spider Island Wait, two, what? everyone Spider Island two, everybody got bitten by that spider. Oh, and they're doing Civil War two. They're doing Secret Wars three. Why not? This is the segment of the show where I just rub my temples and let other people talk, because otherwise, just a string of expletives will come out of my yeah. mouth. I mean, I haven't read anything with Spider Gwen in, in there. I mean, but I understand she's been very well received. I actually like the design for her costume. So, I mean, this is a character I'm willing to give a chance to, but we'll see what happens. And so she's Spider Woman. So what happened to uh, the current Spider Woman, Jessica Drew? Are they killing her off? Are they? And she's safe because she's on the Avengers team. So we're going to have two characters called Spider Woman running around. Sure, why not? in her own. Yeah, that's true, because Jessica Drew, Drew Spider-Woman's getting her own series, right? Yeah, she's supposed to. No, or, okay. Or new Spider-Woman, the Silk comic. No, 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 Silk is just Silk. Right, yeah, Silk number one, yeah. They don't have a title for the oh, no, Spider-Gwen. Never, never, never mind, it's called Spider-Gwen, they're calling it Spider-Gwen. Really? Yeah, they are. Hopefully they'll change that, because she can run around announcing herself to supervillains as Spider-Gwen. That kind of blows the whole secret identity thing, doesn't it? Actually, my real name is Alan. I just call myself Gwen to throw people off the trail. See, if they did a Spider-Gwen book about the the, uh, Miles Warren clone Gwen, that would be cool. Because it would be... (laughs) Well, yeah, she's dead. God damn it, you can't do that anymore. The worst part about the Silk thing, though, is it seems like people are actually excited for this for some people reason. People applauded. They applauded in I, that room. I don't understand that. I understand applauding for Spider-Gwen. I mean, but this is... I mean, Gwen Stacy's hot right now, but this just... And, <laughs> I, and, I, and I actually do wonder, if this Gwen... If Spider-Gwen's been running around in 616, are she and Peter going to get into a relationship? I have a better question. If Spider-Gwen's running around 616, now that we no longer have the argument that you can't do that with Spider-Girl, when are you announcing that series, Marvel? I'm waiting patiently. You can go ahead and do it anytime. Hey, Gerard, do you really want current Marvel unless it's DeFalco to be right in Mayday? They're about to. It's coming out in a couple weeks. <sighs> yeah, when that comes out... and. I'm going to make sure I'm fasting because that way I can't actually lose my lunch while reading it. So I'll make sure my stomach's empty at the time, and then we'll see from there. No matter what happens, Mayday Mondays is going to be very interesting very soon. <laughs> you, 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 you find out I get arrested shortly thereafter, and Mayday Mondays is canceled. That's okay, we'll replace you with Jason. <laughs> Local blowhard Gerard Zolator was arrested today after after defecating in public on a copy of Amazing Spider-Man Volume 4, Number 8. Details incoming. We'll have the full yeah. story. Yeah, they're also killing a bunch of Spider-Man 2099's alternate universe versions of Miguel O'Hara. I, I'm not aware of these characters, so I don't really mind. And the current Spider-Man 2099 book is actually pretty enjoyable, but that's also Peter David. And Alex, tell your Peter David story. Really? Oh. <laughs> well, well I, basically what happened was I made a complete ass of myself in front of him. 
because I never met Peter David before, and I was a big fan of his work. And when I actually got there, I prepared prepared with what I wanted to say to him. But of course, being me and Gerard, you, you witnessed this. I basically did not stop talking when I should have. You you broke into this. I could, what I could best describe is like a sweating stammer. Where you're like, I, I love your your I loved your Young Justice episode, and uh, uh, I also love your X Factor, and uh, I love your and you just you, you kept I going on. And, I can't believe and, I did that. And to Peter David's credit, he sat there nodding his head like, "Oh, thank you, yes, yes, thank you, thank you." Like, I'm hoping he realized I was just really nervous because I was trying to think of so many things to compliment his work because I, I love his work because he well the As Babylon Five. Excuse me. As you should. Right, because he because he made my childhood better. Yes, better. And unfortunately, I just did not handle that well. We all <laughs> we all have a moment where we completely break down and fanboy in front of someone we admire. It's happened to me only once, believe it or not, and that was with Steve Blum, the voice actor. If I'm lucky, this will be my only one. And Peter, I, you're probably not listening to this. I'm sorry. I'm normally not this psychotic. <laughs> No, I'm sure. I'm sure, okay. I think he's smart enough to know, and possibly has had this happen to him enough to know that he, to appreciate the sentiment, and to perhaps accept the fact that this kid just fanboyed in front of him, and that he's normally not like that. Either that, or he thinks you have Tourette's or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'll stick with Tourette's. <laughs> yeah, he did sign my he did sign my copy of the my hardcover of Death of Gene DeWolf, which is great. I need to get that book. I've got the old trade that has pages in the wrong order, and I hate that. I can't believe I forgot it. <laughs> that was one of my that was one of my highlights of the con. Actually, I got Peter David and Rich Buckler to sign my copy. Well, um, Peter David will likely be there next year, Alex, so you can get it then. I mean, I was I was encouraging you to take things to have signed, and you didn't really do much of that, but. Well, there's only I can only carry so many things with me. That's true, especially since we buy shit. <laughs> exactly, and going back to that parking garage would not have been fun. No, it wouldn't have. But yeah, I bought a few things over the course of the con. It was a lot of fun. I added to my Marvel Legends collection. I bought the Destroyer armor figure. I bought a Doctor Strange. I bought a uh, Mysterio, and um, did I get another? <laughs> yeah, Mister Sinister. We need photos, Greg. Photos of Spider-Man. No, uh, photos of your collection to post in the Le- post for this episode. Later. Yeah, I'll do. I'll take care of that. Just follow my camera. Yeah, we'll do. And we've got, oh yeah, Scarlet Spider's coming out, which stars Ultimate Jessica Drew, who's now the Black Widow, Kane, the Scarlet Spider in the current Marvel Universe, and Ben Riley. Yay! Yeah, yeah we <laughs> all knew you were going to be happy, Zach. <laughs> that sounded like the Any end of the. Come out, come out with. <laughs> Go ahead, Zach. I mean, uh, there, is there, is there any new Whoa! Whoa! Is, is he glitching for anybody else? Or? He's oh, yeah, he's glitching. Zach, hang up and and join back the call again. Oh, he already did. Kaboom. Welcome back, Zach. Yeah, we're going to have to probably wrap this up pretty quick. I don't think it's going to be, or at least my part of it. Okay. You're having problems with your connection? All right. So uh, no. respond to the Scarlet Spiders thing, because you, you were about to say something. Um. Okay, was there any uh, new information that came out with Scarlet Spiders? Not really. I mean... Oh. We don't even know if this is the Ben Riley we know or the Ben Riley from an alternate universe. I mean, it's uh, it's, it's, a, it's an alternate, it's an alternate universe. universe. Oh, it is. Okay, good because I was wondering because he can't. I mean, I know Marvel brings characters back from the dead all the time, but how do you come back from that? Being a pile yeah. of goo. Yeah, being a pile of goo dust. Yeah. Um. Well, there is a plausible plausible explanation, which is. Um, only uh, clones that are freshly, you know, baked. Or this was previously established that only clones that are freshly baked turn into piles of goo. Right, right, right. Yeah. So the implication was that that wasn't necessarily the Ben Riley; it was a Ben Riley. Yeah. Do we really want the story where Norman Osborn is another long-term master plan keeping the real Ben Riley alive for some reason? 
<laughs> but it wasn't the real Ben Riley that died. It was a genetically modified actor. <laughs> <playing that guy. laughs> oh, exactly. I actually want to see this. Just, just see how far they could stretch this. <laughs> it was actually a British stage actor. He's like, forsooth, I shall play this role and die in his stead. And you're like, okay, pal, whatever. They've also Something got, picturing Benedict Cumberbatch doing that. Yeah, they've also got Axis. Yeah, they've also got Axis Hobgoblin coming out, and um, I'm not interested in Axis at all. But I saw the preview pages for Axis Hobgoblin today, and that book looks so fun. I'll give it a chance. Okay, now I may have nodded off briefly. <laughs> Did they mention Tom DeFalco at all during this thing? I don't think so. No, DeFalco. Because going on here. I think, I mean, there was some weirdness going on. I don't know if you guys have been following this story, but since they announced that DeFalco was going to be writing a Spider-Girl story in that anthology book, was it like the Spider-Verse anthology series or whatever that they're doing? Yeah. Not only has, has nothing else came out about that, DeFalco himself even stated a couple of weeks ago that he hasn't heard a, a thing about it since, and he hasn't started writing it either. I'm starting to wonder if this story just went up into vapor. Probably. And that it's not even going to exist. Probably. For the better. I mean, do we really want Well, I mean, I mean, uh, if you're going to get any Spider-Girl in this thing, I would at least like to get one DeFalco story. Yeah, I agree. I don't think she's... De- she's going to be in more in, in more merchandise now. She's getting an action figure soon. She's going to be in a video game that I saw a preview for. Wait, which game? It's a mobile thing. It's, it doesn't even count, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I thumb my nose at it. Yeah, someone posted it on Spidey, on Spidey Dude. I mean, yeah, we lost Zach again. <sighs> Zach, <laughs> he's gonna disappear from this episode, and then we're just gonna carry on ourselves as the BS around, <laughs> aren't we? We still got things to talk about. Yeah, of course. We can't get. We cannot finish this episode without talking about cancer, Professor X. <laughs> Or cancer, Lex Luthor, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're forgetting about the greatest one of all. The security guard, he yelled at everyone, yes. Get out! Get the fuck out! Go home! I should cosplay as him next year. <laughs> yeah, you'll get arrested for impersonating a member of the security staff. You're too, hall- you're too tall and you have too much hair. <laughs> you okay, Zach? He's still not here yet. DKH. What the hell does that mean? Unless he's speaking Klingon, I don't follow that abbreviation. Try again. All right. Okay. Oh, sure. oh, there you are. Okay. I'm I'm thinking you need to sign off soon, and then we'll carry on without you because yeah, th- 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 this can't work. Yeah, this switchy. Okay, you just record. Now a uh, a farewell, you know, an ending for this. We'll just edit that to the end. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm changing rooms, so I think I can I can go on for a few more minutes. But I'm gonna have to get to I gotta, I gotta get to the house. So yeah, you also have inventory tomorrow. So yeah. yeah um, okay. Okay. So yeah, um, yeah. Where, where were we? We were yeah, uh, actually, talking yeah, about the film. Yeah, an Axis Hobgoblin, which I think looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I, it, it's an interesting concept. I mean, I like the sure. idea of and Hobgoblin is a hero, and he is protecting women from being thrown off of bridges by putting guards at the top of the of bridges all across the city. There you go. So, I, it, it's a, it's a it's a different concept. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, it's being written by uh, I forget his name, but he wrote that uh, flashback story in Superior Team up with Norman Osborn and Otto, and I liked that story. There you go. I have to admit, I'm somewhat infuriated by Marvel's presence at the show, though. Because it seems like the two biggest things that they announced weren't even at New York Comic Con. Which is, they announced this whole uh, Secret Wars thing off-site. I think Friday night? Thursday night? Thursday night, I believe. And then they announced... Yeah, and then they, they had posted this cryptic Civil War teaser... The day after the convention ended. And they announced 
Robert Downey Jr. in Cap 3 after the convention ended also. Yeah. Is that official announced or was that just... Not, that's right. not official. It's, it's rumors. Yeah. No, no. Civil um, in the movies. I think him being there is pretty official. Yeah, the... Uh... This is you guys are running the same problem that I ran into with San Diego a couple of years ago, where everything was being released and talked about before the convention itself. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and so all the major announcements happened before you even showed up to San Diego. Which so made everybody the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which which I mean, when I went, that was New Fifty Two era, so there was legitimate amount of information coming out. They just announced, hey, we're doing this new relaunch. And DC just kicked their ass that year. But ever since then, it's like half the half the things you want to learn about at whatever convention's coming up come out before the convention. So it's it's a vicious cycle, you know. And and uh, yeah, that's that's always one of the most infuriating things about it. I think that's always one of the most infuriating things is because you spent the time, spent the energy, spent the money to get there, and you're not getting the benefit. And yeah. mm-hmm. that's your that's your base. You're not appealing to the base. You're just trying to appeal to the masses, which in turn alienates the base. Yeah, I mean, we're the ones who uh, went for free with our press passes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. Covering this thing as a member of the quote unquote media is is something that I think is becoming less and less significant with the in the age of the internet with the fact that these companies will just directly post these things as press releases. I mean, they have Newsarama and CBR in their back pockets, essentially, so they could just use them as media mouthpieces whenever they feel like it. Right. To me, the experience of going to con- the, the con is more about just going there and having fun, sitting down and experiencing a few things amongst like-minded people, and then if you get little nuggets of information here or there, you've done your job. Yeah, I mean, I've, yeah. I picked up a few, but I actually can't talk about those right now because uh, they're official, <laughs> but... And it, yeah, same, same here. And they have yeah. to do with Spider-Man, but um, we'll see what happens. I mean... Yeah, all the, all the stuff that I'm most excited about, A, has nothing to do with Marvel, and B, is completely off the record. I can't talk to it about it with anyone. Yeah. It's really infuriating. Mm-hmm. I'm in the exact same boat, the exact same boat. So, um, I think we are. Yeah, but... um, Everybody um, but me in this in this particular case, so... Yeah, I mean, there were some fun... F you, too. Yeah, there were some fun... You had better things to do and better uh, people to do. <laughs> all right, we'll not talk about <laughs> hey, that. Hey, 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 we all... We all spent our Saturday night with hot with a hot redhead. We're all good. <laughs> look, look. I I understand that I may be a reasonably attractive man and I have red hair, but I don't think I'm really comfortable with being called a hot redhead. <laughs> That's a little weird. That's kind of strange. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little uncomfortable right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Stop objectifying me. Yes. So um. Yeah, we saw some really fun cosplayers. There was this great Dormammu. I saw this guy cosplaying this Dark Lord Sauron from Lord of the Rings, and he was ten feet off the ground. He was on stilts. <laughs> oh, the, Doctor Doom. Oh, Doctor Doom. Carrying... Oh, that Doctor Doom was really good. He... Yeah, yeah, he was carrying a torn up Fantastic Four <laughs> shirt. But of course, I think I think all of us had our one favorite cosplayer, which was a. Uh... Cancer Lex Luthor. Yes, cancer. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, what happened, somebody tell the story. Okay, what happened was we said, "Hey," I turned to him, and it's a guy wearing a bald cap, wearing a business suit, in a wheelchair. And I say, "Hey, professor," and he's like, "Oh, thank God!" He realized who I was, who I'm cosplaying. Everyone thought I was Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor in a wheelchair. I'm like, "Yeah, that's who everyone thought I was." Like, okay, Lex, throw that kryptonite away. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not recognize Professor Xavier? I mean, it's not like he's one of the most iconic characters in all of comics. And and wait, why why did he have cancer? What, what, what? We were trying to explain why Lex Luthor would be in a wheelchair. <laughs> so of course, because, because because we're horrible people, of course, our minds immediately go to the worst things. Like I don't know, cancer. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Maybe you guys are horrible people. Maybe. Look, look, Zach, even I had a laugh about that, okay? That should tell you how funny it was in content. <laughs> okay, well done. I'm, I am, I am, I am air clapping. 
<laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Air clapping. Is this like the one-handed clap thing they try to teach kids to do in school? I mean, yeah. A lot, yeah, and there were a lot of fun moments. There was a moment where we were just catching, you know, we'd been walking for a while, so we just stopped to catch our breath, sit down for a few minutes, and we're talking about about comics. We're talking about another podcast that does a trivia contest and the person who usually does her trivia contest isn't going to be doing them this year. And so we were thinking about what questions they're going to come up with because we know they're not going to be as good. And I jokingly say, well, what color is Mary Jane's hair? And the Scarlet Witch cosplayer just turns to us, glaring, and says, you know, I cosplay as Mary Jane. How can you not know what her hair color is? And we have to explain this to her in context. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, we deserve that glare if you don't know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, she she had this look on her face that could be best described as if one of us had just let out the most rancid fart you'd ever smelled in your life. Her brow was all furrowed, and she just sort of frowny facing, and I was like, oh my god, is she going to attack us right now? Well, she, she, it was him! I'm pointing at Greg, it's like it was him. Well, to be fair, the person we're referring to probably deserves that glare, but... <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave him. We'll leave the identity of this man out of the conversation. I didn't even say it was a man. It was. A, it's a, could be a woman. A, oh no! I gave it up. Everyone knows now because I narrowed it down. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. So. And you know, yeah. I, yeah. Go on. Go ahead. Uh, well, I, I I just I'm glad you guys had a good time. I'm sorry that I couldn't be there. I was kind of busy getting married. Yeah, you were. So, and, no. Yeah, and the best part was at the end when they all kicked us out. You <laughs> tell this story. Okay. Oh, this is so, okay, it's 5 o'clock p.m. on Sunday, which is the official closing time of the, uh, of the convention. Although I... Actually, no, that's not true. All the panels also ended at 5, and Artist Alley and such also ended at 5. So basically, as soon as the clock struck 5, some... Uh, a few security guards pour into the artist alley area where we were all sitting around and sort of just resting our legs because after a long weekend. And <laughs> there's this one, uh, I'll describe him as a, as a nebbishy fellow, like a short, uh, bespectacled security guard who just completely went on a power trip and he starts screaming, Get out! Go home! Get out! Get the fuck out! And, like, he just starts screaming at, like, <laughs> and pointing at everybody who's still walking into Artist Alley. He's like, Get out! And it was hysterical. So, of course, everybody, instead of listening to him, just starts making fun of him. Right? <laughs> So like, he's like, get out! And you hear people like, yeah, come here, make me, motherfucker. And we're, and like, we're just sitting there for another 20 minutes chatting, and and then, <laughs> and then when we get up and leave, we walk past him. As soon as I walk past him, I shout out, Enunciate! <laughs> no, but you're missing the best part. As we're walking past him, either, I don't know if it's like one of his fellow security guys, maybe a supervisor or something, is walking up to him and is like, hey, man, you know, stop, please stop. And he's like reprimanding him for yelling at everybody. And of course, everybody just starts pointing and laughing at the man. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. You couldn't even get that right, you dumbass. Uh-huh. It's like, you just, you, and you just watched his ego deflate, like his shoulders just hunched over. It was it was like watching a man's soul die and, and having the utmost glee at having it happen. Yeah, ran, random encounters over the weekend. At one point, uh, Jim Shooter walked right past us. Yeah, That's we didn't fun. know. He wasn't there in any official capacity. He was just sort of there. And then at one point we walk past the Marvel booth and sitting up there are Jeff Loeb and Clark Gregg. And there's Jeff Loeb, the man who I've come to hold in, with, in more contempt than any other person in the TV, movie, and comic industry combined. So I'm looking at him and Gerard points out, you know, you're within rock-throwing distance of him. And I remember I comment, I posted this on Facebook and, Zach, you seem to be concerned that I might actually do something. I wasn't I think, really concerned about you. I was concerned about Gerard. I was gonna say I think I think he's concerned about the fact that I'm like the devil on your shoulder that's whispering in your ear to tell you to do it. Yeah, except I grabbed the bottle from you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I handed Alex a can of Rikor that I was carrying around, you know, because cons are funky as hell. So you know, I don't want to contribute to that. Yeah. And I handed it to him like, here you go, pal. And so, and I've got my Agents of Shield 
Blu-rays in my in my bag. The ones I got is a complimentary review copy, which to this day I'm still trying to think of some, something very creative to do. And I'm thinking to do with them because I hate this show. So I'm thinking about going up and just shoving them back at them and saying, yeah, I review. These are my comp copies. They're so bad, I don't even want them for free. Take them. The only reason I didn't do it was because Clark Gregg was sitting right next to him. And despite everything, because of the movies, I still have a little bit of love left for this man, and I don't want to do that. In other words, Jeff Loeb had a hostage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the excuse. Well, to be fair, I think Jeff Loeb has about a couple of million hostages every week on network television. Well, to be fair, the number of numbers of hostages are dropping. That's true. They're slowly escaping from him. That, that's good news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it was just so much fun getting into shenanigans with these guys. Just walking around. I, I swear, I'm, I I've probably aged my face by about three years from all the laugh lines I developed over the weekend. Well, that, the amount that, of time we just spent sitting in restaurants and in lines and stuff with these guys, just making fun of things and laughing was great. Well, that and that's really what it's all about. So, yeah, well, so yeah, we, they have calling their reporters, covering panels, walking around, making smart-ass comments, and they, on a personal note, again, nothing to do with Spider-Man, so I'm sorry, I got to make Marina Service very happy. Oh, yeah, tell that story. Oh, yeah, man. I've met her, this is my fifth time meeting her, and she's always been really cool. I met her for the first time at Megacon in Florida, then I met her at two gatherings of the Gargoyles cons in a row, then at uh, Connecticut a year ago, and then this past summer I saw her at Convergence when she came out to visit us, and uh, then I saw her here, and at Convergence, as you guys saw, I posted on the Spidey Dude website, I was in this radio play, and in one scene where I'm playing myself and she's playing Queen Bee from Young Justice, she makes me punch myself in the face. So I commissioned this artwork of her two iconic characters, Counselor Deanna Troy from Star Trek Next Generation and Demona from Gargoyles, playing so- soccer because Marina is a soccer fanatic, her, and she's a huge uh, fan of the Spurs, and so I even has a tattoo with her logo on her shoulder. So I've got Troy in the Spurs uniform and Demona with the tattoo on her shoulder, just playing soccer. I give it to her, and she did not expect to get this. She was ecstatic. I mean, it was just, if there wasn't like this 30-foot table between us, I think she would, and it wouldn't involve like at least a a 2,000-foot walk, she would have come around and given me a hug. Aww. Well done. Well done, Craig. (laughs) Well, yeah. On a, on a sadder note, poor Michael Dorn. Yeah, yeah. Poor Michael oh. Dorn. He had nobody all weekend on his line. Every time we walked walk past, nobody was on his line. I can understand why Denise Crosby had no one online. I can sort of understand why John Delancey had nobody online, but I really can't understand that because he's Q and Q is awesome, and he's also, as I shouted when he walked past me, "Hey, it's Jane's dad from Breaking Bad." And he <laughs> smiled at me and laughed when I when he, when I did that, and uh, but. I don't understand why Dorn had no one on his line. I mean, he's... As Michael said, Dorn's badass. Yeah, I know. And he's been in more episodes of Star Trek than anybody on the planet. Right. Uh, I don't know. But then again, at least he bothered to show up. Patrick Stewart. What the hell? No, no. I'm sure... I was not available at the time. I'm sure... Do we, do we actually have a story about this now? Do we know what happened? I don't know what happened, but my friend Nick he was in a... Patrick Stewart's panel, he just never shows up, and after about 20 minutes, uh, Marina Sirtis, Denise Crosby, and Michael Dorn are brought in to cover for him, and I know he was at an event the previous night where they, they were all being interviewed by William Shatner, which is fun, because I know most of the Next Generation cast hates William Shatner. Yes. Does anyone even like Shatner? I believe Shatner does. <laughs> no, he probably That's doesn't. All That's all Shatner loves Shatner enough to cover for everyone else. But yeah, uh, as far as I'm aware, Patrick Stewart no-showed the entire convention. He's Captain Picard. I'm, you know what? I, this isn't going to... I still I still think Patrick Stewart's a cool guy, so unlike some other people, I'm not going to hold it against him. I'm sure he has a very good reason that, would, that it's none of our business. Right, but Pat, make it so. Mm-hmm. Next year, Pat, make it up to us. There you <laughs> so, uh, I, I think that that gives us about an hour of content. Which is about what I was not, qu- not quite. Not quite. I'm oh, at, yes. oh, I got 55 minutes, but that's okay. That's close. Any- uh, well, let's, let's do closing comments. with. Uh, we'll start with Alex, because he hasn't talked all that much. 
Well, overall, I mean, I'd say the convention was very enjoyable, even though, even though what's going on in Spider-Man is not really all that interesting. I'm still going to check it out just out of sheer curiosity. I see, but yeah. but but definitely, but but just for New York Comic Con rides, this is personally the best one I've been to, and I've been going to this convention for years because the worst one was two years ago, and that was before they implemented the, the procedures with the badges, which is. Was that the, the one best where, thing they ever did? Is that the one where they thought you were a thief? Oh God! Don't tell the story. Me that. Oh, tell the story. It's a great story. I'd rather not repeat this story right now. Okay. Right now, late nights. <laughs> Fair enough. You worked all day. Yeah, I wouldn't say work so much as torture, considering his his uh, place of employment. Yep. Yeah. Just don't be surprised if you ever hear about me in the news one day. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I know where all the kerosene and propane tanks are kept. <laughs> <laughs> he has the keys, too. Oh, I don't uh, need the keys. I, I'll just go into the sports section and borrow one of the guns. Because <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> Look, man, we're all, all we're trying to do is improve the security of Walmart. What security? Like you walk in and floor. steal and not, not get punished. Yeah, they, in fact, in fact, the, uh, the dumbass that wrote all those checks actually wrote one at Walmart. So, <laughs> of course, of course. All right, I was looking for some stupid thing like one of those dumbass snuggies or something. No, it was for TV. At least he was going big. Yeah. Anyway, back on topic. Yeah, there's a topic. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Greg, Greg, give us your your closing thoughts. Well, I had a great time also. I've been going to this for years, same as Alex, and I kind of agree. I'm not really that interested in what's going on in Spider-Man, but I think I can speak for everyone here. We love Spider-Man. We absolutely love this character. He's one of our our all-time favorites. The fact that we're down on him right now isn't because we're negative or because we hate him. It's because we know that better can be done, and he deserves better. In fact, as we were saying earlier, I think Spider-Verse, if done right, could be a very fun concept. I mean, we've seen it done right in fun ways before, like the aforementioned John Semper version, or um, what was that video game that had the four Spider-Men? Shattered Dimensions. Shattered Dimensions, okay. yeah. Which was written by Dan Slott. Dan Slott can do better. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it just occurred to me. Of course Dan Slott's writing Spider-Verse. He probably has a million ideas that didn't make it to the game that he's just going to foist on us now. He's recycling! Damn you, Slott! But yeah, I mean, but, so, I mean, I, and I don't think I'm, I'm wrong. We all love Spider-Man. We all want to see better stories being told with him. And right now, we're not getting these. And I actually thought Superior had a decent ending. I mean, Superior yeah. wasn't bad. It just went on for too long. That was its biggest problem. No, no, it was fine when he wasn't in contact with anyone who actually knew Spider-Man or Peter Parker. <laughs> you mean the Avengers? <laughs> yeah, the, dumb, the stupid Avengers. Yes, as Kevin called them. And then he starts talking like snidely whiplash. You're wondering how how no one realizes that he's a villain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh God! <laughs> so, Gerard, your final thoughts? Um, as uh, my first New York Comic Con experience, it was a real blast, and uh, I'm hoping that we can all get credentialed again next year, so we can all come back and hang out again. Because it was a hell of a lot of fun. Zach, you missed out. Totally. I mean, but I have this. But, yeah, go on. But next year, we hope you're here. Next year, honestly, I hope everyone involved in Spidey-Dude is here. Bertone, I hope I'm here, Don- Yeah, Bertone, Donovan, Zach, I mean, Jason, everybody. Yeah, yeah, those are the guys who stay home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, Bertone and Don would rather go to San Diego instead. Yeah, yeah. We, we want to go someplace where it's sunny all the time. Yeah. That's because you have no soul. Anyway. Yeah. I'm going to be uh, trudging in the rain, 40-degree temperatures in a few weeks. It's going to be great. Keep so the sun anyway, I, I, <laughs> I just wanted to say um, to the three of you guys, and Alex, uh, welcome to the SpideyDude.com family. We do appreciate you uh, contributing and, and, and helping out with us. Oh, thank you. I, I, no, thank you, because I, I really don't know what to say besides that, but because given how much trouble I had trying to get a pat past this year. This is just a great opportunity. Opportunity and I have really have no words to describe. I thank you. Thanks for this. Oh, of course, man. I'm glad we were able to we were able to have you come and be a part of it and uh we hope that you'll be a part of it next year. So Oh, definitely. I'll be there. 
and uh and gerard and greg you guys know i love you and you know i would have been there if it hadn't been for inventory and knocking a girl i mean getting getting married uh, <laughs> um, i love that you're admitting this on the podcast no I, I i i loved her even even despite the fact that we decided that we're gonna have a baby yeah actually. good well so. new york comic-con zach's wedding vanessa marshall zach's wife hot redheads here's the hot yeah. redheads <laughs> That's definitely my recommendation for the show is Hot Reddit. But anyway, uh, from, <laughs> and uh, we we do like I said we do appreciate we got we got some a lot of new episodes of of uh, content coming up. We got a lot of things that are backlogged, and we will have them all coming out to you soon. So yeah, that, uh, yeah. Can I can I issue an apology on that? <laughs> I know a lot of people are waiting on these Mania Mondays that I've essentially held hostage for various personal reasons. I, let me just say that I, I'm very, very sorry for everybody who's been waiting, and I hope that I can get them out soon, and and that the episodes themselves are good enough to justify the wait. I'm sure they will be. We've got, and we've got oh, three, there you are. And we've got three spectacular radios in the can, so hopefully those will be out soon, too, and lots more, and hopefully more CSC, more great content, and even though they're not here, Donovan and Bertoni hopefully bring us more 90s show commentaries. There you go. <laughs> it kind of throws up... It kind of throws a monkey wrench into the whole production schedule when one guy is getting married and the other guy is spending more time in hospitals than he is in front of his computer. And another guy is going to be taking a business trip to Florida for a month. Yeah, that kind of stuff usually mixes things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So so all we have to say is be patient, and we will, we will do our best to get all those episodes out to you. Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. So, with that, we will see you next time here on... The Spidey Dash Dude dot com network. <laughs>